for Friday, April 17th, 2020. This is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE, answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, life during a pandemic can feel lonely and isolated. We are in a time where a lot of people are probably feeling really disconnected from the, you know, larger Atlanta community. So the idea of this project is it's a way to get more voices from Atlanta into each other's homes. WABE News has launched a project to help us all feel more connected during this trying time. WABE environment reporter Molly Samuel joins me to explain just how it works and how you can get involved. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. Has anyone's life not been affected in some way by the coronavirus? Whether you're a parent trying to juggle working from home while also making sure your kid attends their online classes, maybe you're a healthcare professional on the front lines of the pandemic, maybe you're someone who's lost their job and isn't sure about what the future holds. We're all going through this together, each in our own way, and at this point, we all probably have some kind of story to tell. Well, in acknowledgement of that, we here at WABE have focused our efforts to collect some of those stories and share them. In non-pandemic times, Molly Samuel covers the environment for WABE. Now she's helping run our newsroom engagement efforts, and she joins me now to talk a bit about them. Hey, Molly. Hi, Sam. So to start, explain this kind of engagement project that we've embarked on to me and and maybe lay out where, where the idea came from. So the idea is we're asking people to record themselves with their cell phones, basically using a voice recorder or voice memo app. Record your story, tell us what's going on, and then email it to us. So we're sort of just collecting these stories and experiences and thoughts from folks and then making them into stories that air on the radio. This was inspired by a few things. A bunch of other public radio stations have done projects with an organization called Harkin that does a lot of engagement and outreach kind of stuff. And I always think those stories are really cool. And then this is also inspired by the NPR reporter and host Sam Sanders. He has a podcast called It's Been a Minute that I love listening to. And at the end of every show, he asks listeners to send in their voice memo recordings of the best thing that happened to them all week. And it's always just like a really joyous, sweet thing to listen to. So I thought we could do something similar. 
So this project has been running for a few weeks now. We, we kind of launched it as everyone was being sent from their workplaces, told to start working from home. What kinds of people have we heard from so far? Yeah, so we started this like pretty early on. I think it was around when the Atlanta shelter-in-place order went into effect, but before Georgia's had. So so people here in Atlanta were starting to feel the differences in their lives um, when we started asking them about it. And the first question we asked was just, you know, how was the first week of social distancing for you? And, and so we heard from folks then. I want to play a clip of one of my favorites that we've gotten. More recently, Martha Dalton, our education reporter, organized a question where she asked, how's online learning going? And we heard from a mother and daughter. The mother is Alexandria Armstrong and daughter is Ava Bones in East Point. And so they answered Martha's question about how online learning has been. I guess, Ava, what do you like most about online learning? Um, that on the, in the morning I can talk to my friends on Zoom. Yeah, and what else? Um, I can help. I get um way more help on my work. How do you get way more help on your work? Um, you don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Ask mommy. What does she like most about online learning? What do you like most about online learning? Hmm. I guess the one thing that I like most about online online learning is that I'm able to see some of the things that you were weak at. And I guess I didn't notice that while you were in school. And so I'm able to kind of help you with that. And then I do like spending extra time with you and doing fun activities with you. So that's that's definitely fun. And I think what I like so much about that one is it's the sort of intimate moment between a mom and daughter and honestly, if a reporter had been out there with a microphone, which we wouldn't have been anyway because we're sheltering in place too, but if someone had been, it wouldn't have turned out the way it did. So it's sort of a unique perspective. People listening to our conversation right now, Molly, might, might be thinking, oh, I hear these kinds of voices all the time on WABE. So why is this project different from that? I mean, part of what's different is that the reporters, we're all trying to stay home as much as possible too. Um, so usually we would be out doing stories, walking up to strangers, asking them to talk to us, or maybe taking a few days, you know, to develop sources of, you know, I talk to one person on the phone and ask them who else I should be talking to. And eventually, you know, I find a bunch of people I want to talk to for a story. But with this, you know, A, we're stuck at home and B, everything is changing really fast. So we don't have a ton of time to develop sources on some of the stories we're working on. And really in terms of like getting a sense of how people are feeling and thinking, like I'm also just sitting in my living room trying to shelter in place and flatten the curve and and still do my work. So it's sort of an idea of how to keep doing our jobs well while doing them differently. Normally, as, as reporters, we try to get tapped in to as many different communities as we can, kind of depending on the beat that we're that we're covering. But now, because this is a story that really is affecting everyone, we can't be everywhere at once. Right. And, and we're filling in, you know, in places where we may not have been reporting uh, in our usual jobs. I mean, right, I'm usually the environment reporter. So I, I would say I'm pretty well prepared to talk to people about water policy. But I've been doing a lot of food reporting uh, in the past few weeks. And so I wanted to play another clip for you that's an example of, you know, somebody sharing his experience of what he sees going on that really it hadn't occurred to me to ask about. So so this is from Devante Hudson, who runs a food pantry program at a church in Gwinnett. We have a food pantry program 
that we would typically distribute food to the community every Wednesday and Saturday. Because most of our volunteers are part of the vulnerable population, they're elderly, we have decreased operations to just one day a week on Saturdays from 10 to 12. So he sent us this message, and this was pretty early on. And so we had done some reporting on food pantries preparing for a spike in need. But it honestly hadn't occurred to me to ask, you know, not only do you have enough food for people, but do you have enough volunteers to get that food for people? So I'm really grateful that he reached out. And that turned into a story that I was able to do more reporting on, too, about how food pantries were having this issue. And I'm not sure we would have known to do that story if we hadn't heard from him. I can say as a, as a health reporter, too, it's really valuable to hear from people working on kind of the front lines of fighting this pandemic. It's no secret right now that there is a shortage of personal protective equipment uh, out there in the medical community. And I heard from a nurse here in Atlanta who really wanted to share what that actually felt like. And so let's hear a little bit about what she had to say. We are now at a point that we are given one gown and one mask per shift. So um, that is not enough. Neighbors and friends have been dropping off masks and PPE uh, at my mailbox. So where we've been failed by our hospital and by the government, um, everyday people have kind of stepped up to help, which is really amazing. It's been pretty overwhelming and frustrating and disheartening to know. I mean, we all known how broken the healthcare system is, but it's really um, kind of amplifying that. Stories like hers are really valuable in, in, in times like these. Uh, they really put a human face and a voice to a problem that we're seeing, this, this shortage of, of PPE. Healthcare organizations are, are often very happy to tell you about the good things that are going on, um, you know, in their facilities. But voices like these that maybe temper that by helping us really figure out what the reality of a situation is are just vitally important in a, in a time like this. So if, if that's kind of what this project has looked like and sounded like so far, let's get into some of the, the, the basics. So how often are these questions posted? Because we do have specific questions we're asking people to, to respond to. More or less, we are doing a new question every two weeks or so. And people can submit their stories by, again, you know, recording themselves on an app on their phone and then emailing it to us. And the email address is COVID19 at wabe.org. Um, and maybe there's a question you wish we were asking that you want to pose. You know, I'm really, we're very happy to hear from, from people. And then, so what happens, say I send in a voice memo, I send in a, a recording of my voice. What's actually going to happen to that? So I'm going to listen to it on my laptop at my dining room table with my dog sitting next to me. They've been really great so far. And so what, what we've been doing is, you know, we will lightly edit the audio. We're not going to make, you know, changes to what anybody, the, you know, the meaning of what anyone's saying. But we might clean up, you know, some of the ums if you're kind of talking off the cuff. And then we will put them on the radio or online. You'll probably hear back either from me or from another reporter. We might have follow-up questions or just let you know we got it and thanking you. But, you know, we try to stay in touch about it. And we have a special preview for Did You Wash Your Hands listeners. Uh, next week's question. Molly, you want to tell us about it? Yeah. So this question, I actually think is a hard one, and I've been thinking about it. Um, so our question that we're asking people to share 
their answers to is, what did you think you would miss but realize you can live without? Of course, we want to hear your responses, and you can submit those to us by sending us a voice recording to COVID-19 at wabe.org. And Molly, just finally, before we wrap up, you have spent the last few weeks working on this, and certainly our job as reporters is to help people tell their stories. How do you reflect on kind of the value of of this engagement project to, to maybe do that? Well, so from a totally selfish perspective, it brings me incredible joy to get these emails. And they're really moving. I mean, some are sweet and some are funny and a lot are sort of intense or sad. But there hasn't really been anything yet that didn't move me in some way. And I think, I mean, I guess that's, you know, also from the not selfish perspective, you know, I'm hoping that other people, when they hear these stories on their radios, can have a similar experience that I'm having. You know, we are in a time where a lot of people are probably feeling really disconnected from the, you know, larger Atlanta community. Like I'm seeing a lot of my neighbors right now, but not much of anyone else. So the idea of this project is it's a way to get more voices from Atlanta into each other's homes. And I mean, this is a really, you know, it's a collective experience. We're all going through it. I mean, I think about like, uh, you know, my husband and I usually when we get home from work, when we were still leaving the house to go to work, you know, and get home and like, you know, while we're starting to get dinner going, you know, we ask our, each other, how was your day? Um, we don't really need to do that anymore because we're seeing a whole lot more of each other. But like, honestly, I want to know how everyone else's day was, too. In non-pandemic times, Molly Samuel covers the environment for WABE. Now, she's helping run WABE News' engagement efforts. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. Special thanks to Stephen Key, Lauren Booker, Rebecca Smith, Megan Smith, John Haas, and Ankita Aykroyd-Isalas. WABE's managing editor is Alex Helmick. Scott Wolfel is chief content officer. You can reach us at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also rate us and leave us a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening. is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary, but when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org donate and thanks.